Hi there, I'm Shan Holderness and welcome to Health Unraveled. I'm a nutritionist, counsellor and eating psychology coach and in my almost decade of experience in the health industry have seen far too many women and men become consumed with weight loss only to end up yo-yo dieting with disordered eating patterns and in binge and restrict cycles. This just breaks my heart. So I'm here to unravel everything you thought you knew about health and yourself to help you start putting the pieces of the puzzle together and begin the process of aligning your mind, body and soul, creating a happier, healthier you. So let's dive straight in. Before we begin today, I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land on which I am recording this podcast today, the Yagara and the Kabi Kabi people. I pay my deepest respects to the elders, past, present, and emerging. Hello, beautiful soul. I am so excited today because I don't know if you remember me saying in previous podcast episodes, but I had two Oracle card decks and I really, really wanted to get another one, but I could never quite find one that I really felt drawn to. And I had this feeling, right, that that I was going to um, in some capacity get gifted um, an Oracle card deck. And the interesting thing is, is that both my previous decks have been gifts as well. And recently I reconnected with a beautiful friend who will know exactly who she is that I have known for a very long time since high school. And she gifted me an incredible Oracle card deck. And I'm so excited because I'm doing my first reading from this deck for you. And it's called the Lightworker Oracle. The images on these cards, the, they're so detailed. They're like hand painted. Oh my God. Amazing. So the card I pulled, so thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. The card I pulled today is called Dark Knight of the Soul. And the reading says you are ready for a more real and radiant relationship with the divine. Your preconceived ideas and safe limiting beliefs may be sacrificed in order for this to happen. To the divine, these are only the clothing of your spirit. They are impediments to the absolute intimacy the divine seeks with you. You might feel vulnerable or uncertain as the divine goes about stripping away these barriers. This is when you enter the dark night of the soul. You understand there is nothing to rely upon but the divine, and you will find it difficult to trust at times. This night will end, however, and the sweetness of the divine dawning in your heart shall render all worthwhile. But for now, you are meant to feel exactly as you feel. You're not doing something wrong. You are moving closer to the divine. Now, I don't know if that is for me because <laughs> that resonates a lot with me right now, but that was the the card that I pulled uh, with you in mind, as in the people that are going to listen to this episode. Um, that's who I had in mind and that's the card I pulled. So I'm curious as to whether that resonated with you also, and I would love for you to reach out and let me know. Today, I am going to be talking about three questions to ask yourself about body image regularly. Now, what I have found with body image is that a lot of the clues as to a negative body image are actually normalized. Um, and the solution sold to you is that when you lose weight, your body image concerns will disappear and that that is the solution and that is the only way for you to get out the other end 
This is absolutely not the truth in the slightest. And so it can be really difficult to try and understand, am I struggling with body image or do I just need to lose some weight? Because that's what society tells you that you should be doing to change the way you view your body is that you have to change your physical body first to be worthy of loving it. And that is absolutely not the case. So I'm really excited to talk on this topic. Now, with understanding what positive body image or body acceptance looks like, it's the ability to accept and appreciate and respect your body. Now, I call this, to sum it up, I call it honor. It's the ability to honor your body in all ways. Um, And this can be described as having a positive body image. It's not quite the same as body satisfaction as there are parts that you may still be dissatisfied with, aspects of your body you may be dissatisfied with, yet you're still able to accept it and honor it with all its its perfectly imperfect parts, right? It's important because having a positive body image is one of the really protective factors that can make a person less susceptible to developing an eating disorder. So having a positive body image is associated with having um, a healthier outlook and healthier behaviors. So it actually becomes easier to lead a more balanced lifestyle with a healthier attitude and healthier practices um, with your food, with your movement, um, being in tune and responding to the needs of your body when you have a better po- uh, body, a better positive body image. I'll get there eventually. The other thing is that a positive body image is associated with self-acceptance. So that means making a person more likely to be comfortable and happy with the way that you look and less likely to actually be impacted by the unrealistic images that uh, society (laughs) throws our way, especially leading up towards Christmas, which is if you're listening live, we're in October. So we are absolutely about to get slammed with the like, get your summer body now. It's not too late. Get your bikini body. Um, You can only be, you know, enjoy your body if it's perfect to wear a bikini. Um, So we're about to get slammed with that. So actually working on your body image now is more likely to help you navigate those posts and uh, societal pressures when they hit you. And the other thing is that a a more positive body image is associated with having a higher level of self-esteem, which is essentially how you feel about yourself. And this can impact every area of your life. If you have a higher self-esteem, this will impact your family life, your work life, your personal development, um, your eating, your movement, and your ability to honor yourself because you will feel worthy of honoring yourself without having to be a certain size or weight or whatever that may be. So on the other end of that spectrum, we have body dissatisfaction. So this is when you have a persistent um, strain of negative thoughts and feelings about your body. It's more of an internal emotional and cognitive process, but it can be influenced by things such as pressures to meet a certain appearance ideals. So, you know, society, the whole bikini body, summer body, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Celebrities, fitness is a big one when you're, you know, comparing yourself to fitness models or athletes, because a lot of the coaches in the, the fitness industry are actually athletes. And I can almost guarantee that you probably do not want to live your life as an athlete lives their life. And just because their body looks a certain way also doesn't mean that they have positive body image either. 
even when their bodies are plastered all over social media. Um, so having body dissatisfaction can actually drive you to engage in unhealthy weight control behaviors, um, and disordered eating, which includes emotional eating, self-sabotage and things like that. And all of those things increase your risk for developing an eating disorder. So with that in mind, I have a couple of questions that I feel it's really important to ask yourself regularly so that you can kind of gauge where your relationship with your body and your body image actually is sitting Now, the first question is, do you engage in repetitive or compulsive behaviors? These are usually seen with dieting and exercise. So it may be um, kind of the all or nothing cycle, constantly doing weight loss challenges, um, skipping meals or avoiding certain food groups, uh, excessive exercise, not taking rest or deload days or struggling mentally to be able to take rest and deload days. The other one there is if you feel guilt around not training or guilt around not eating perfectly to your plan as well. So those are some repetitive or compulsive behaviors that you may find in dieting and exercise. The second question here is how do you think about your body? Now, this is a big one. This goes beyond uh, negative self-talk, although that is a really important factor here is how you speak to yourself. But other parts of this is, are you valuing your appearance as essential to your self-worth? So you can only be worthy of um, love and acceptance and success if your appearance is within a certain ideal. Do you believe that you're judged and loved and and given worth only on how you look? Uh, Do you believe that you can only be successful based on your weight or appearance? Do you check and measure your body often? So by checking, sometimes this can be like uh, pinching your skin, um, measuring really, really frequently, hopping on the scales regularly, checking in the mirror and entering into those negative self-talks, like picking at all the things that you are dissatisfied with. Um, or do you avoid mirrors and scales and, and tape measures completely because you're scared of what they may say? Um, do you compare your body to other people? And if you do, who are you comparing it to and why? Uh, comparison is a really, really big one that impacts the way we think. So we look at someone else's body and we're like, okay, I only need to look like that. And this is why I don't really use uh, before and after photos in my social media, for example, uh, because there's a lot of emphasis around um, um, this person had a great body transformation, but the most important thing was what was happening like their mental transformation. And sometimes that can appear that the mental transformation only comes with a physical body transformation. And that's absolutely not the case. Um, The mental transformation is actually the most key component there. So are you comparing your body to before and after photos, weight loss challenge photos, fitness models, athletes, um, celebrities, people on TV, in TV shows, in movies, uh, people in your life even. So um, I know it can be really, really common to compare your body to someone in your life that's recently lost a significant amount of weight. So are you doing that and why? So there's a lot that comes under that umbrella of how do you think about your body? And those are some really important questions to gauge um, and consider when looking at the way you think and talk about your body. 
And the last question here is, do you avoid things because of your body? This is very, very, very important and is very frequently seen with mums and dads. Uh, I, I primarily work with, with the mums, um, but I do work with some male clients as well. And it also people that don't have children at all can engage in these kind of behaviors. So are you avoiding things because of your body and your appearance? And these things may be swimming. So perhaps you're like, no, I don't want to go swimming with my child or no, I don't want to go to the beach with my friends and family because I don't want to wear a swimsuit because I'm, I'm not worthy of putting my body in one of those uh, or I don't like how I look or I'm uncomfortable. Uh, do you avoid things like social events because the process of finding an outfit and getting dressed is really, really confronting or uncomfortable or difficult and uh, you completely refuse to go to those social events at all? Uh, do you avoid wearing certain clothes because you feel that they're only worthy of being on a certain body type, for example? Um, so dressing comfortably is important, but also are you avoiding clothes only because of the fear of judgment of how you may look and that the people that should be wearing those clothes look a certain way. So avoiding things, and this can also be avoiding mirrors. So I mentioned that before and how you think about your body, but do you avoid mirrors? Um, do you turn the lights off when you shower? Do you avoid your partner seeing your physical body? Um, so having the lights off with, you know, those intimate moments um, because of a fear of judgment or, or discomfort in how your body looks. So if you answered yes to any of those questions, it may be an indication that a little bit of work is needed on your relationship with your physical body. So some places to reach out to now, some of this information I actually got from the National Eating Disorders Collaboration website and they have some incredible information available there. It's nedc.com.au. So that's where I got some of my facts around body image today. Uh, there's many other places you can go. You can reach out to me and chat with me as well, or another professional who has some experience in this area. If you have any questions, I am always, always, always here for you to reach out to as well. Now, I also have an exciting announcement for you or two, actually two exciting announcements. One of them is that the Perfectly Imperfect project is going for round two. I had so much success in round one in September that I decided to do another launch uh, for round two, which begins the 14th of November. So if you want a bit more information about what that looks like, the link will be in the show notes. I'd love to have you there. And what this is, is this is essentially a 30 day or you get access to the program for life, but we, we work together as a group for 30 days and we go through this process of, of learning how to really truly honor yourself without having to change your physical body. So finding that place of acceptance and worth outside of having to change your body to deserve that. The other part is that I am launching a subscription podcast service, which will have extended audio uh, masterclasses. So that will mean really kind of long masterclass length audio. So we're looking at 45 minutes to an hour or so once a month, as well as regular meditation drops in there as well. So monthly meditations being dropped. And that's my plan for now, but down the track, I will add to it. Um, at the moment, I've started at just under $10. So I would jump on now if I was you, because I'm planning out the content for the next year doing that as well. And I would absolutely love to have 
your support. So this podcast is completely self-funded. Um, I don't have any sponsors. Uh, I don't have anything like that. It's just my way of trying to share information and really helping people through with their journeys, which is why, you know, uh, rating the podcast or sharing it on your stories and tagging me, sharing it with friends that you think is important. That's why that means so much to me uh, because I'm completely here self-funded. But the subscription service is another incredible way to support the podcast as well as have access to those incredible resources. So I'm really excited to dive into that in the coming months um, as I map that content out over the next year. So I will leave it at that. I really look forward to chatting with you again next week and I hope that was really super helpful for you. Let me know by leaving me a review or sharing this with your friends. It's so important for me to get this information out to those that need to hear it. So your feedback means the absolute world to me. And also if you have any topic requests, hit me up with them too.